0: Welcome to No Content, a podcast produced by Big Slate Media in Knoxville, Tennessee. No Content is a podcast full of content made by content creators. New trends, big ideas, expert opinions, and all the need to know on how to keep your content fresh and fly. Today on the podcast, we are excited to share some ideas and tips and tricks and just general discussion uh, about the one and only Instagram. So naturally, we brought in our head of Digital. Jess Gutman.
1: Hello. I'm really jealous because Lucas and Sam have like their own brand underneath the no content umbrella as the pre pro bros. I feel yeah. like we, like the Instagram fam or something.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Instagram fam, Instagram fam, 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 fam. <laughs> So let's talk about Instagram. So um, Jess, you lead the charge here uh, for us uh, as Big Slate, and then also for all of our clients on, on what to do on Instagram and how to keep that content fresh and fly. So let's first talk about Instagram in general. And I, I feel like some of this is probably for our listeners, some of this is like some common knowledge, but hopefully we speak to a few of you and maybe inspire a few, but why is, why is Instagram important? Um, and we can talk B2B and B2C, like if you think there's a difference there to bring up or, or whatever, but why do you think it's important for businesses?
1: I think that Instagram profiles, you you know, traditionally your, and it still is to this day, your website is your, your home base and that is the landing page for your brand. But I also think that Instagram profiles have also become sort of a landing page for your brand and your brand voice. And so when people come to your profile, that is really usually one of their first impressions of your business. And so I think it is important that it's uh, thought out very well, uh, anything from having a a clear, concise bio using um, a link tree to have multiple links out to different parts of your website or really anything you want to. And that's especially helpful if you don't have this wipe up feature, which we can talk about later yeah. from having branded uh, highlight covers for your story highlights. Um, just really having a good look. Um, it, it builds some brand authority and it, and it is the first impression that people have. So I would say most, if not all businesses should have some sort of Instagram presence.
0: Definitely, I I totally see that. Whether we're going to look at like maybe a competitor or somebody that we're considering hiring or freelance or businesses we're trying to you know do work with, that is like part of my like prospecting process is to like go to their page and check it out and either be impressed or not. (laughs) I think also it's it's worth discussing the differences between B two B approach and B two C approach in Instagram.
1: I think the biggest difference between the two is really the types of content that you're putting on your Instagram and uh, maybe the types of stories that you utilize. Because when it comes to B2B, at least for me, it feels, well, see, I don't necessarily agree with that because I was going to say B2B is more about creating a community, but a lot of brands build a really strong community around their brand. So
0: Totally. And and I feel like that's a sales thing in general is like sales have kind of shifted to community and like connection, which they always should have been. Um, but especially nowadays in social media, it's a lot like that. So I, yeah, I I think you're right. So you mentioned stories Mm -hmm. and I think that's an important thing and something we can talk about and that kind of gets us into trends. Um, so do you want to talk about some trends and maybe start with stories of yeah, sure. So
1: stories are super important. Uh, there are, I think the most recent number that I saw, there's 500 million active users, daily active users of Instagram stories. That's um, crazy. Yeah, 500 million people every single That's day. That's crazy. And I, I feel like active posting is, on that story is so important because like, the more often you're posting, the when you post something new, you bump up in ter- terms of the story timeline. So the more often you're posting, more likely you're going to be right on top of someone's feed.
0: I, I think you're onto something and I want to, I want to ask you a question about stories. Cause I think from a business perspective, it's hard to create story content. So do you have any tips or ideas there that you could share with listeners that like, I mean, I feel like for us, we can kind of cheat sometimes cause like we are, we're going on cool shoots or right. we, you know, we've got cool lighting like already set up cause we're filming it Yeah. for the people that maybe don't have like the most exciting, um, you know, life to share in terms of their service offering. What, what advice would you give somebody like that so for, for us?
1: I mean, what you're talking about is our behind the scenes. And so while we might have a traditional, truly behind the scenes of the shoot, people want to see the behind the scenes of your business and what you're doing too. So behind the scenes, look at just like the inner workings of your business or daily life. Uh, it makes you more relatable mm-hmm. and people really do want to see that. Uh, one of the big trends this year is actually what, continuation of last year's authenticity. And I feel like showing, you know, how the sausage gets made is really authentic way to do that.
0: Yeah. And, and somebody, uh, we actually had a meeting earlier today with a prospective client and they mentioned like video has changed from where like 10 years ago, everything had to be perfect. Like the video had to be perfect and now it can be raw. It can be messy. It can, you can mess up and it's still okay. Kind of like this podcast. You
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you're saying we're not perfect. This is picture perfect podcasting right here.
0: Uh, only because you're involved, Jess. So.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Let's talk about what's new in Instagram right now. What is new? Yeah. What new? Did twenty? What came in 2020? Like we're here now. What's happening?
1: So I would say one of the biggest things for this year, um, which they started trickling out in 2019, uh, we our business profile actually has this right now is hidden likes. And mm. so they're not showing that.
0: Wait, so the likes are not. They're hidden?
1: So when I'm logged into Big Slate's account and I'm scrolling through our feed, it says under an image that so-and-so and others like this photo.
0: But there's no number. No. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. And so they've started rolling that out. And I have a feeling that this year it's going to go
0: Completely, full blown.
1: Right. And they're doing this truly for mental health reasons. They don't want people, right, 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 the right. teenagers, comparing themselves. Oh, yeah. Um, but Big I issue. also think it was a very strategic business decision for them because... When you do away with likes, people are more likely to post on their feed. So the trend that was happening because likes were so important, you know, as a vanity metric, people were spending a lot more time cultivating their profile. They were spending a lot more time making sure it was going to look aesthetically perfect. They would only post, I I think influencers are, most influencers post like two times a week on their feed. But Mm -hmm. if you get rid of likes and people aren't worried about it, there's going to be a lot more content being posted on the feed.
0: Yeah, I can see that. That's crazy. That great, good on Instagram for like recognizing (laughs) we're in the midst of like a, uh, uncontrolled experiment on the next generation (laughs) and that's going to be potentially messy. And so they're doing what they can, but, um, interesting. So, um, so for all the, the one man marketing teams that report to their boss and their boss (laughs) is really only caring about likes now that's going away. So what, what is, maybe is there a new metric for success?
1: I would say engagement. Okay. So commenting, uh, direct messages, things like that would be, would be, and that's more meaningful, I think, than than a like anyway. Um, So I would say that that would be the metrics that you would be looking for.
0: Cool. So that kind of changes the content strategy in in terms of, you know, you're posting to try and get maybe a little more interaction than just, oh that's pretty. Absolutely. Something that's going to make them say something.
1: Absolutely. It's definitely a more authentic feeling. It's less produced. A lot of brands have actually started adopting that look of like no edit look. It's very like Mm. looks very, because I feel like even a couple of years ago, everyone, every big brand, it was like per picture, perfect content. And with the removal of likes and the more often you're posting on the feed, it's going to be less produced content. And there is a trend towards a video I've also seen. Um, so people are a lot less likely, and it actually performs better in the algorithm. They're less likely to post a photo of something, and they might actually share a five-second clip of that moment. And it actually performs better, and it's just cool. like a little clip of like that exact moment, which is really interesting.
0: It is. It is. So speaking of video, there's a new, I don't know if it's new, but there's an emerging uh, video platform that is not Instagram, but it's come out. What do you think the old
1: (laughs) TikTok is going
0: to, how do you think that's going to play into all of this?
1: TikTok is huge. So I said earlier that Instagram stories, there are 500 million active daily users of Instagram stories. It is the same for TikTok. There are 500 million active daily users of TikTok. Yeah.
0: So for those that don't know, explain what TikTok is.
1: Oh, that is a difficult question.
0: <laughs> service level, service level.
1: It is a video sharing app. You can make upwards of 15 second videos or 60 second videos. There's, I, will, I will be the first to admit that I do not produce TikToks. I am mm-hmm. familiar with the app. I am on the app daily, but just as a consumer. So I'm not super familiar in how the content creation works. I know that their video editing capabilities are stellar. Mm-hmm. Absolutely stellar. You can so do you really can... And cool things with, with music and with quick cuts and, uh, all within the app cool.
0: okay. and people
1: are actually utilizing that video editing capability to save to their phone and post it on their Instagram stories because the editing capabilities Ooh. are stronger.
0: Double dipping. Cool. Yep. Okay, cool.
1: But I would say the biggest difference because you know, Instagram is photos and videos, but like the biggest difference is their algorithm. So on TikTok, you do not have to be a popular content creator to be seen. Okay. Their algorithm is very much what the user consumes. Okay. So when you're scrolling through, you're not just seeing people with millions and millions of likes because the algorithm likes that. And when I'm sw- swiping through every 20 or so, there will be a brand new video that has zero likes that was just posted, but because it matches what me as the user usually consumes, it pops up on the for you page is what that's called. Cool. And so it's a very different type of algorithm.
0: So do you think, I know we're kind of getting off topic a little bit because we're here to talk about Instagram. Do you think that TikTok is in some ways useful for businesses at this stage or? I
1: think people are just starting to realize the full capabilities of TikToks because you can advertise on TikToks. I would say the strongest use of marketing on TikTok so far has been influencer marketing and partnering with... TikTok influencers to use their brands, but I, I get served Poshmark ads all the time on TikTok. And but what Poshmark? What's Poshmark? You you sell your clothes.
0: Oh okay okay. Yeah, cool. like
1: name brand clothes. Short answer is brands are on there. Brands are on TikTok. I think they are just starting though to. Figure out what works yeah. on that platform because it is a relatively new platform for
0: sure. And and I feel like I get the feeling based on what you're saying, we're still figuring out what that looks like too. And and maybe we do a podcast after like some research on absolutely on what TikTok is like. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe we see if we can get a little experience on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's talk e-commerce. Yeah. So we've, we, we've kind of covered, I feel like we've covered the B2B world in mm-hmm. terms of like auth- authenticity and those kind of post types. So let's talk e-commerce because Instagram is a huge platform for that. What's changing or what's new in that world?
1: Yeah. So I know towards the end of last year, and I will also admit that we, we don't have any e-commerce clients that we're mm-hmm. currently utilizing these features on Instagram. This is just what I know from being a consumer. Yeah. So there is Check out, which allows people to purchase products without leaving the app and shopping from creators is what it's called. It's when I'm sure you've seen it. There's posts um, from an apparel brand and there's a little shopping tag on the shirt and you can click on that, see how much the shirt is and buy it directly from within the app. Mm-hmm. So I, I do know that it's still in like a closed beta sort of situation where only a few brands okay. are able to use it at this point. But I have a feeling maybe within this year, it'll it'll move out to other brands and then maybe even everyone. So that's something if you're in the B2C world to, to definitely keep your eye on.
0: Awesome. So let's move on to IGTV. Oh yeah. Um, that's interesting. That's the monster in my mind. And, you know, in like, I feel like big slates category, that's going to be, that's going to be the future for a lot of what we produce and mm-hmm. what we make a lot of our content that we make for our clients. is going to end up on IGTV if it hasn't already. Do you want to talk about that for a minute? Yeah, so I I do know
1: one of the most recent changes of IGTV because at first it was only vertical video
0: allowed. I guess guess we should back up and say what IGTV is. Yeah,
1: IGTV is um, basically, so when you're posting on your Instagram feed, you can only post up to 60 seconds on your feed. But uh, IGTV allows uh, creators to upload long-form video content.
0: It's kind of Instagram's way to compete with YouTube, I feel Mm -hmm. like, in a way. But it's interesting because the content is, they try to make it vertical. Now, since since the launch, they've allowed to make horizontal videos as well, and it's it's well received. Yeah. But they tried initially. They tried just like, hey, it's got to be a vertical. We're not going to rotate or do yeah. anything. And uh,
1: I would still argue that if you're creating, if you're it, within your video strategy, you are actively creating something for IGTV. And I know that's a big trend this year, is people are actually starting to create series on yeah. IGTV. Definitely record it with that in mind that it should be vertical because y- y- it's all about, you know, the ease of use for the user. And so yeah. keeping it vertical, people don't have to worry about turning their screen. So that's full screen. Um, so yeah. keep that in mind.
0: Absolutely. And and that a good way to do that, just a little pro tip is to like, <laughs> this may sound silly, but just put tape on your viewfinder in the right third and in the left third and the middle third of that screen is what's going to be more or less, that's what's going to be on there. So make sure if you're filming something, that's a cheap, easy way to just kind of make sure you're hitting the marks.
1: Definitely. And beyond just being able to post that Instagram or the IGTV uh, content to your feed, it performs really well on the Explore page. So you are more likely to be found Mm. through Instagram's algorithm. And another little special note is that IGTV videos um, are actually four times larger than any post in the Explore page. It'll be four times larger than any other post cool. on there.
0: That so when you go to that export page and there's like big videos, big on real that, estate. That, yeah, that's IGTV content. Cool, very cool. Yeah, I have heard that like you know some folks at like HGTV, the Discovery World, um, which is obviously here in Knoxville, a lot of that is made here. Is uh, they're they're making a big push towards IGTV as well as all their other platforms, but. Um, but before we thing.
1: move on from that, yeah. I said the word real estate and it made me think of ad real estate. So when you're, when I'm talking mm-hmm. about real estate, it's like the size of your ad, like how much of the screen is your right, ad taking right, up right. when you're creating your Instagram feed ads this year. Um, most people have been creating them in the standard one-to-one aspect ratio. I would recommend doing it in the four to five so that it's actually yeah. a, a little bit, uh, longer. Um, it takes up more screens. So just another random Instagram yeah tip.
0: And, and, and if you need, if, if you've got questions about what sizes or what, and like four by five is great, but what are the actual pixel pixel dimensions? We have a link on our website, right? Yeah.
1: We have in our blog, we have dimensions for all ads across all social
0: media channels. Yeah, and we try to do a good job of keeping that up to date as they change. So if you ever need that, go to, go to bigslatemedia.com and search on our blogs that are in there. I want to talk a little bit more about IGTV. Yeah, go for uh, it. If you're cool with that. So I want to like just quickly brainstorm some like IGTV content because I feel like a lot of people maybe are scared by igtv because it as we talked about like content is a little more raw and and less produced now i feel like maybe igtv is the opposite of that in some ways that like people are taking igtv a little more seriously in terms of the quality would you agree with that or? yeah
1: I, w- I would say they are but i also don't think that less produced content won't perform as well on igtv True. Okay. and beyond just posting any existing videos that you may have that are longer form um like I said a little bit earlier, the big trend for this year is actually creating a series uh, to post mm-hmm. on IGTV, and that could look really different for any brand. But the biggest one I can picture is is interview style with mm-hmm. I, I don't know staff members or thought leaders in your industry. I'm picturing those YouTube videos, um, the the Wired auto complete interviews. It's just a, a white background, and it's it's celebrities like answering. The most Googled questions about them, but fun things like that. I could see that being a very successful content on IGTV.
0: Yeah, I love it. Love it.
1: And really that looks different for any business. Um, so a, a fun little pro tip is maybe test out on your Instagram stories and see what type of content gets the most engagement and then turn that into a series.
0: Mm, that's a great yeah. A B testing, definitely, definitely recommended. Um, all right. Well, I we've covered a lot. And uh, any yeah. any final thoughts?
1: Um, I would say one of the biggest trends that we haven't yet talked about is the caption length underneath your Instagram mm. photos and, and stories. It's got and huge. Yes. Or
0: real, is it unlimited or pretty close or
1: Oh yeah yeah. yeah. But I think it averages the most popular captions average about 60 to 70 words now. It's Whoa. very long.
0: Words, um, not characters. Not characters, wow.
1: words. Wow. Um, yeah, it's definitely trending towards longer captions kind of with that authenticity feel like people might be even oversharing a little bit, but it's about sure. being like being <laughs> raw doesn't? and being a real person. <laughs> it keeps people reading your posts longer, which actually bumps you up in the Definitely algorithm see, yeah. and it increases engagement like we talked about earlier. So the importance of knowing your brand voice is so important for this year and what that how that voice translates into longer form copy.
0: That's awesome. That makes me think of another quick tip and then we'll be done is. Maybe consider less text in your images, less text in the things you're posting, um, even in your video, and then you can explain whatever you need to explain in the description because now you got the space. Absolutely.
1: So. And if you have content that you're creating elsewhere, like blog content and you're post and you don't really know how to utilize it on your Instagram, uh, post a picture that that it relate that relates to your blog. Maybe post the first co- like two paragraphs of that copy and then say for more, like yeah, click link the link in, the in bio. our bio. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Love it. Awesome. Well, uh, we got to wrap it up because everybody's pulling into work right about now. So um, thank you for joining us this morning <laughs> um, or doing whatever you're doing. So that this has been an awesome, uh, awesome time.
1: Yeah. If anyone ever has any questions about Instagram or yeah. social media in general, I love talking about social media and what types of content work well on it. Just shoot me an email. Jess at BigSlateMedia.com.
0: Yeah, she she really does. She means that. She loves helping people with this stuff. So, all right, well that's it. Wrap it up. Instagram fam. Instagram fam. 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 Gg. Gg.
1: Fade out.